Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, podcast time on a Wednesday, Al Dukes. We are halfway through the week. What's up? As Bon Jovi would say, Jerry, whoa, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, and you're living whoa! On a prayer. Living on a prayer. That was right a rocker. On. When I was in uh, a senior in high school, when we first got our driver's license, that was on the cassette deck. Slippery when wet. Very popular cassette back in the day. I would agree with that. I had that. I even had. The, I even think I had the disc. Oh, you went CD with Slippery when I, wet. Yeah, I think I did. I'm pretty sure at some point I got that. I might even still have it. Who the hell knows? That had a ton of hits on it. That Bon Jovi record. When like, legitimately albums. albums. Oh, every song on there, if you were from that era, you would know. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think you're right about it. probably seven or eight songs. Oh yeah, about that. yeah, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, be, be uh, proud of me. So yesterday, I was looking for something to watch on TV. There was no good murder mysteries. I had seen them all already. It was like a Ted Bundy special on Oxygen Network. I've seen everything about Ted Bundy. So I was like, what is on? C- going around, clicking around, clicking around. I said, let me see what ESPN is running as far as an old game. And I came upon A's Dodgers 1988 World Series. Yeah, all right. What I can only assume was the Kirk Gibson game. Right. But this was the full game. So I, there was no way I was going to stay awake for the Kirk Gibson part. But I thought, I'm going to watch this because this is when I loved baseball. And I got to tell you, I enjoyed watching this game. Dave Stewart was on the mound for the A's. Now, either he was a quick-working pitcher or the pitchers were quicker that whole era. What is your thought on that? Because the game didn't take long, is that what you mean? Yeah, it would just moved. Like, it was like right. Dave Stewart would get the ball back, boom, he'd fire it in. And you know why he was able to do that? Why? Because the batters didn't leave the batter's box every pitch. Yeah, it was cool, too, to see, like, the guys that I remember from baseball card collecting, like Carney Lansford was playing third base for the A's. Carney Lansford. <laughs> Glenn Hubbard, who I only remember from the 
Braves was now on the A's. Right. Canseco was playing outfield. And here's one I didn't I did not remember playing for the A's. In left field for that game, Dave Parker. Oh, sure. Yeah. The former that? pirate. Former everything. Didn't he also play on the Reds? Reds, yes. I would have only remembered Reds and Pirates. I had no idea he was on uh, the A's as well. But it was cool. You're right, though. It was like, I also feel like this. They didn't change the ball out so much. Probably not. I, I bet you, because now they change the ball almost every pitch. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I bet you they probably played a game with a dozen baseballs back then. Probably not bar- barring the ones that get lost in the crowd, of course. And then it was uh, the voice, of course, of the great uh, Dodger broadcaster, Vin Scully. Like it right. all just, and then they were, they kept referencing Kirk Gibson because he was in the dugout and they were just saying how he was injured, how he's day to day. He's got this injury. They don't know when he'll play. He's supposed to get more rest, but the world series is only a certain number of games. There's not enough time for rest. What do you do with them? <laughs> but it was cool to watch. I didn't think I'd be interested in any of these old games. You do know you're sounding like a baseball fan. Well, it it why in watching the old game, like picking like you know S and Y was running, you know, like a great Degrom start, not old enough. Right. You know, I need right. something older. I need something that brings me back to high school. I could see that. Although but, I do think if you're a Met fan, it's nice to turn it on once in a while and just see something that resembles what you're used to. Yeah, and I looked on. Yes, they had another one that it wasn't old enough for me. You know, but I wanted to see something from the '80s. Sure, I got gotcha. you. And ESPN gave that to me. Understood. And boy, that Dave Stewart, man. He he was a quick worker, Jerry. He'd get that ball. Carney Lansford back in the box. Let's go. <laughs> yes, it's a nice way to watch a game. And it's not even an HD. Like, they got to shrink the screen to fit on your HGTVs. Right, right, right. It's awesome, though. I'm looking forward. I'm going to start now eyeballing uh, what they have on these uh, networks now for old games. If it's anything from the 80s, I'm in. I bet you you'll find a lot of good stuff because yeah. they've been they've been running a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Look at you, I love it. Many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners sent me this story early this morning. Jerry uh, from the New York Post did not make it to the print edition because it was uh, so hot off the presses that uh, because of coronavirus, men are freezing their sperm at record numbers. Okay, have you I ever guess done that? I, I've not. Yeah, I got a tray in my uh, my uh, freezer next to my chicken <laughs> tray of my sperm. Right, one ice cube and one, uh, <laughs> one sperm ball. <laughs> yeah, and they're saying that places now will do it where they'll send you the kit and then you send it back in the mail. Okay. And I always got to thinking, you know, we did a whole thing a, a number of months ago about the the colon colon guard kit where yes. you can poop in a box and ship it off and the, the the company checks to see if you have colon cancer. Right. I mean, the mailmen and male uh, women have got to be like, what are we doing here? I'm picking up poop. I'm picking up sperm. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I'm supposed to be delivering letters and telegrams. Well, would they know that about, uh, the, about the sperm kit? I would hope not. But like the Colo Guard, I think that box says right on it, Colo Guard. And that is what it is. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I was a mailman, would I want to know I was picking up Colo Guard or would I rather it be like uh, just a plain box? Right. I think you'd want it to be a plain box. I don't think you want to know. You don't <laughs> no, want to know. No, don't want to know. But you know have... don't hurt you, right? Yeah, because I'd have my gloves on. But I guess men are fearing that if they get coronavirus and there's no, we don't know that it, 
makes you sterile, but I guess guys are afraid if they get coronavirus and they get made sterile by it, then they won't have their sperm for later in life. I was not aware that that was a possibility or people thinking about that as a possibility. I think people are just thinking about it. I I don't recall seeing that anywhere. Hmm. That is odd. How about that? I'd love someone to ask Mr. Donald Trump in his press conference today. (laughs) Give it time, man. (laughs) It was great when you were, and you played some of the clips uh, today how he he loves to name everybody, so it just takes forever, just names and names and names. You know, I had it set up, but I couldn't, because I'm a hockey fan, so I yeah. couldn't bring myself to do it. He went through every goddamn commissioner before he ended <laughs> with, with Gary Bettman. It was almost as if, like, no. here he was, the NFL, UFC, you're great, WWE, you're great. <laughs> MLS, LPGA, blah, no. blah, 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 Cornhole, National Cornhole League. Oh, and Gary Bettman of the NHL. See, I think traditionally you got to go Gary Bettman fourth. Yes. Right? Right. This, traditionally, that's how we think hockey fourth. Then I'd go UFC fifth, wrestling, then soccer here in America. That's fine. I mean, if I'm Gary Bettman listening to that, I got to be like, <laughs> wh- wh- what? Uh, hello? You got to first think, oh, he must have went right past my name by accident. Right. And then when it's at the end, you go, no, he put me in at the end. Right. I, I actually caught on to that. I'm like, you know, I can't do that to Boomer. I'm just <laughs> not going to do that today. And do you think he completely forgot him? And when he gave the list to somebody to double check, they said, you don't have the hockey guy on here. That could be. That, you know what? That's very possible. The hockey guy is missing. And said, you forgot Batman. Yeah. Uh, a new study is out, Jerry, showing that here in America, people are streaming, get this, eight hours a day during the lockdown. I buy it. I mean, I'm not, but That's I a totally lot. could see that. I know your boys go out in the yard. You're fortunate enough to have a yard where they could play some wiffle ball things. When they're inside in front of a screen, is it more video games with their friends where they're talking and they're in the uh, with the headsets on, or are they streaming things to watch? Um. Matt, when Matthew's inside, he's pretty much on the PS4, which acts as like a group chat. Yeah. So it's like seven or eight of his friends, they're talking to one another for hours. And sometimes he's playing with them, against them. Sometimes he's not. He's just sitting there talking to them. Um, and then the little the little guy is pretty much a mix of the TV and the iPad. YouTube, right? He loves hilarious videos on YouTube. Yes, he does. Very much so. He likes when uh, people fall down, they get hit in the nuts. (laughs) He likes those videos. All sorts of things like that. (laughs) Is he still into ventriloquism? A little bit. A little bit. Not like he was, but Mm. when we see, was it Jeff Dunham? Is that his name? Yeah. We will watch that when we come across that and he's into it. But not like he was. He had that little uh, three-month, four-month stretch where he was really into it. Yeah. So during the quarantine... yeah, that's, ha- that's kind of petered out. He hasn't pulled out the uh, the ventriloquism act. He has not. No. All right. Have uh, you? Chip, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have not either. And I do have a doll somewhere. I'm sure you do. Is I wonder it under if your my bed or is it in no, your car? No, my parents must have sold it. Probably. Might like be at a, a lot of money. I know they probably sold it at like a, a garage sale. <laughs> I had Lester. Okay. <laughs> I had Lester the dummy. Was that um, the imitation dummy? Um what do you mean imitation dummy? Um He was he was a like there was a guy who it was a there was a guy who used to do an act with Lester. So I had 
he must have then done a deal with a toy maker to make Lester uh, ventriloquist puppets also. So I had one of those. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> this is a guy I must have seen on The Tonight Show 100 years ago. And you wanted it. And I wanted it, yeah. I thought it was cool. That's funny. Uh, where else do I have here, Jerry? Chippendales. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is offering virtual parties during the pandemic. Now. But that's not the same. It's not the same. But I was thinking, what if our local strip clubs did the same thing? Would they get people watching virtual lap dances? But aren't there... Hmm. Well, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. There are cam girls out there already. We've discussed this many times. No, you're right. So isn't that... I mean, I guess it's yeah. different because they would be doing different moves and stuff but i don't know to me it seems like there's a market for that if you want it plus i mean what what guy is gonna sit at home and do that <laughs> I, I, come on so you hear really? eddie hitting the al hughes drop <laughs> <laughs> what loser is gonna sit in front of a lap dance <laughs> al hughes yeah i definitely can't see women doing this for chippendales uh, me neither, but then again, who knows, man? It's a, it is such a weird time right now. It's very, um, it's unusual. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, you got to try everything for it. Yeah, why not? But here's the question: Are you gonna give them tips for, like online? Like you gonna Venmo them dollar <laughs> bills? Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, I guess you would have to. I bet they do have a certain thing set up on the screen where you hit it, and it's just making it rain, Jerry. Dollar bills for the Chippendales dancers. Kind of like when you're watching those online videos and you're hitting like little comment buttons, you just hit the dollar bills and every time yeah. it takes a dollar out of your bank account. Yeah, like on uh, Instagram, if you watch an Instagram live video, you could hit hearts to pop up like, oh, right. yes, I like this. This could be dollar bills. This would be dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> and here's something, here's a company in Italy doing something which maybe we could get into here at the Jersey Shore, Jerry, okay. a business idea. Okay. An Italian company is proposing... Summer Beach Cubicles. I did see this. And they are clear plastic cubicles with no top that you would then, you and your family, place it on the beach. You put your chairs and your blankets down inside the cubicle. That way you still have the sun beating down on you, but you don't have the wind hitting you carrying coronavirus germs. The pro- Here's the problem with that. All right. right. So I, I thought of it, and my first thought was, what a brilliant idea. Yes. And then I thought, it's stupid, and here's why. If you're on the beach in July, mm-hmm. and you don't have a breeze, <laughs> you're going to be sitting in a virtual oven. Oh, right. Right, that like, would act I as think, an oven. Right, in theory, and it sounds like a great idea. In yeah. practicality, it's stupid. <laughs> I mean, come on. I actually saw at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods in Woodbridge yeah. about a month or two ago when the world was still operating. Um, I saw they make a windshield for sports. And so the idea is you go watch your kids in the fall and in the winter and in the spring when the weather stinks. And you're basically sitting in a plastic bubble. Kind okay. of cool. And, and that's what I thought of when I saw this story. But again, you just you would oh my god, you'd fry. You would be sweating like crazy. Yeah, you're right. You would get no relief from the beach. None. Better off staying home. <laughs> no good. I hadn't thought of that. You might want to reach out to the guy in Italy who's making these. Maybe what I hey, how about this idea? How about I how about I turn my backyard into a in a pool into a pool club? 
oh, Jerry's Pool Club. And you get <laughs> coronavirus te- <laughs> You get coronavirus tested before you can use the pool. Yes, I have to have the Rutgers tests where it's, yeah. you take the saliva and you get instant results. Mm-hmm. And if you and your group passes, pool party, 400 bucks for four hours. So Rutgers came up with this? Like they invented this? Yeah, this is the a saliva so test. The, yeah, you got the Abbott Labs that came up with one rapid test, and Rutgers actually got approval from the FDA uh, on this already that uh, they're going to be starting their saliva tests. Hmm. Which, to me, the one thing I, no one's really talking about with that, I love that idea because you're not drawing blood, assuming it works. Right. And now, if you're talking about needing to do tests for ball players every day. So let's say they're in Arizona and Florida, wherever they might be. You could it's a quick saliva test, you know if they're good or not, and you move on. And it doesn't right. take long. Yeah, I'm with you. That's good. Look at your guys over there at Rutgers, Jerry. Good for them. Dude, Rutgers. I was on a I actually hosted a uh Rutgers video chat last night with Steve Peichel and um a whole bunch of alumni that were on it. <laughs> is and that right? Rutgers is rocking, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's fun. So this was not broadcast anywhere. It was just for the people in the room, as if you were doing a live appearance. Right. So we did it on WebEx. And so, like, you know how um, how Greg has talked about having not done anything in his room for when we yeah. get the... Uh, and we, I didn't get my laptop yet. Hopefully it's coming soon. Yeah, me neither. Um, so I have, like, you know, when we have done our conference, the video conferencing we've done, you see my Jason Witten jersey hanging in the background. And, right. You know, I didn't do anything different. It's just what it is. So for this, last night, I hung a Rutgers banner over the Witten jersey, so it looked like I was, like, in a little studio. It's pretty cool. Right. Look at you, Jerry, getting things done, even during the pandemic. And WebEx was good. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, so far, go Easy. to meeting, the one that we did last week after the show. Zoom, I th- was, oh, go to meeting, yes. I thought it was really good. And then yeah. this WebEx one was very good yesterday. Zoom's been fine, but the one day we did it, we really struggled with it. We did. So. Hmm. All right. Jerry, the warm-up show was not That's, a struggle boy, this today. this goes fast. We're done? We're done. The warm-up show, not a struggle at all today. All right. It is next. We'll see hey, you tomorrow. You oh, yes, Jerry. Does your girlfriend still listen to this? The podcast? Yeah. No, she listens to the show. We're sure about it. Before I ask you the question, we're sure about that. Probably not. I, yeah, she hasn't referenced it in a while. Well, I just, so I noticed where you're moving. Yes. <laughs> and the, the extended mileage you're going to be adding to your trip. Yes. And so I mapped it from middle of town to work. Yes. And then her house to work. Yes. It's about Only the same. Only a three-mile difference. Only a three-mile difference. We're very cl- we'll be very close. Yeah, so that's a good thing, right? Yes, that's a good thing. I was surprised. I thought it was a little further than that. You thought uh, her house was further? I did, yeah. I don't know why. I thought I, I, was, I was thinking more like the 9, 10-mile range. I was surprised how close it was. Yeah, it's weird, though, like to, to, get, on the, to get on the parkway. From Spring Lake versus Bradley Beach, it's it seems much quicker to get to the parkway from Bradley Beach. Right, as opposed to all the back roads you take for Spring Lake. Yeah, and where you end up on the parkway from Spring Lake versus, I'm sure, you know, mileage-wise, it seems about even. So it just must be the way my brain is interpreting getting on the parkway. No, I, I haven't agree with you. The faster you yeah. get off it, you feel like you're home. Yes. Understood. All right, I just was curious about that. Yes. All right, Jerry, warm-up program. It is next. So. Good morning, campers. 
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, midweek, it's a Wednesday. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. You normally start off with a nice weather report. What are we looking at for today? Uh, crappy in the morning, nice in the afternoon. All right, I'll take crappy in the morning, nice in the afternoon, Jerry. Yeah. Did you also see that in New Jersey on April 22nd, they're going to do something called Jersey for Jersey? I did. It's a benefit which will air on multiple TV channels, and it's got all the stars from New Jersey, including Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Chelsea Handler, John Stewart. I did. Who do we talk to to do the warm-up show for that? Uh, um, why don't you call Bruce? I don't have his number, Jerry, although uh, I do drive by his house. I've heard. I could do that. I could do a uh, drive by the Bruce house. Uh, I can't see anything, though. It's his uh, farmhouse is set too far back in, uh, in, in, the, in the farm situation. Well, so they let you in. Why don't you give it a shot? <laughs> Just jump the fence. Yeah, could go well. Could get on the news. Uh, not in a good way. News 12 would want to talk to me again. No, and next we'll way. talk to a Madawan resident who jumped the fence at Bruce's house. To and try got arrested. To, and got arrested to try to get on the Jersey for Jersey benefit. I'm going to tune into that because I think what will be cool, it'll be celebrities in their homes. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I've seen, I'm kind of over it. You're over the seeing yeah, into people's homes. they've done it a bunch of times already. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the one, you want to talk about Wild, did you see the one with Willie Nelson the other night? No. Yeah. Willie Nelson was in his house. Was he smoking weed? He was not. Uh, oh. He was sitting in front of it. It looked like a fireplace as he was playing mm. his guitar. Yeah. And he was uh, with a couple of other guys. And um, it was, uh, yeah, a couple minutes I was done. You were like, that's just enough of uh, Woody. It was uh, enough. Yeah, it was enough. Woody Nel- What's his name? Will- Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Why in my head was I thinking Woody Nelson? I have no idea. Speaking of Bon Jovi, as you just were, Jerry, his house in Middletown is for sale. I saw that. 20 million bucks. Now, is Middletown the town that's very near you and I? It is, but it's huge. It's a huge so, town? Yeah. I mean, that's towards Red Bank. It's a whole, yeah. I mean, it is, it is, but it's not really. Because that felt like a weird town for rocker Bon Jovi to be living in. No, like it's, Middletown's got really nice areas. Evidently. This, was, yeah. this house is $20 million, as you said. Absolutely. I wonder where he plans on moving. Um, is he going to stay in New Jersey? Ah, you have to. Well, maybe Spring Lake. I would love to know where Bon Jovi... So you're telling me right now, as I live today, Jerry, in this coronavirus pandemic that we all call life, that I can drive within probably 15 minutes, I can drive by Bruce Springsteen's house, Bon Jovi's house, Jerry Recco's house, and Al Hughes' apartment. You mean your own apartment? Yeah. The yes. third person. Why don't you get, I know what you can do. Why don't you get a bus that's got the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the convertible up top and take okay. people on tours. Like uh, a tour of the stars homes. That's it. That'd be a great idea for you. <laughs> you got all the time in the world. And I get, and it won't sell out because I'm terrible at marketing. But so all the people that would be sitting on the outside part of the bus, they'd time be. Out. If you're telling me. Yeah. That you're going to take people on a tour that's mm-hmm. going to include Bruce Springsteen's home and John Bon Jovi's home. Right. We can throw in some other names in there, too. Yeah, I'll find some other But locals. those are the two headlines. You don't think you yeah. can sell those out from time to time? <laughs> well, here's the problem. Once people get word that you can't actually see Bruce Springsteen's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what, though? When we go to Hollywood, <laughs> we get on those tours, and they're like, yeah. well, over here is Tori Spelling's home. Where? Over there. Okay, cool. The only way I could get it to sell out, Jerry, would be if like 
I gave you the heads up and you were out doing yard work, I'd say, oh, look, and there's WFAO's Jerry Recco raking leaves. Yawn. Where else are we going? <laughs> All right, so that's out. I would think so. Uh, Marcus Stroman, he is now on the Mets, although every photo I saw from this are from these articles they still have him in blue jays gear is that true yeah very weird like tmz uh, in this article has him in the in the blue jays outfit that's actually outfit funny. uniform uh marcus stroman wants to fight nascar's kyle larson right uh because uh, kyle larson used a racial slur yeah. while playing video game racing and marcus and stroman wants to fight him ufc style yeah he should kick his ass Oh, he would whip his ass, I'm sure. I would, and I was just trying to think of this, like, how do you know who to choose in these fights? You always choose the person that made the challenge. Um, yes and no. You got to know who you're fighting, too, though. Because, like, if you're going to throw up the challenge, then you already know in your head you could beat this person up. Yeah, I guess. And unless you end up with a guy who's a jujitsu guy and you didn't know oh, that. Like, if, if uh, Kyle Larson knows jujitsu. Right. I mean, let's. You never know. Although Marcus Stroman may know jujitsu, he could. That is very true. Or I mean, karate. That, I always, when you talk about this, I'm I'm thinking about you making the challenge. Oh, me challenge. I don't challenge anybody. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's, that's I wish my parents would have put me in jujitsu when I was not a kid. Too late, Al. I'm telling. No, you. No, it feels too late. Like it's not too late. They have adult classes. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to work at it though. Like when you're a kid, you. Well, that's a different issue. You just pick <laughs> yeah. things up. I don't want to work at it. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're a little kid, it's like when they tell you as a kid you could learn a foreign language, you can learn to uh, play an instrument. Like it's not as much work because your your brain is used to learning things and wants to learn new things. Yes. Like I my think parents you'd be good at it. They didn't even give me an option to go to jujitsu class. Really? Or karate or judo? No, I don't. I don't think I was either. But that's because we were doing baseball, basketball, and football. Yeah. So I don't know that there was any. Like I remember at one point I wanted to play ice hockey, and my father said, "Fine, you have to quit football then, because yeah. it started towards the end of football season. Couldn't do both." I'm like, "Well, I don't want to do that." And then, like, "Well, how about spring hockey? Well, then you can't play baseball." Okay, out on that. So I never did it. But I, yeah, I don't. I, I guess it was never brought to my attention because of everything else we were doing. Yeah. Now, listen, had they said, do you want to learn jujitsu, I would have 100% said, no, thank you. Really? No interest. Yeah, because that would have involved me getting thrown around and yeah, but think about the karate chopped. Had. Oh, yeah, afterwards, I would, like right now, if I knew jujitsu, if I saw a group of teens walking down the street, I'd you go right care. and walk right towards them. Right. No one I could take true. them all on. It's not too late. With jujitsu style. I could have learned. I could have learned jujitsu this entire time. We I've been quarantined. I've been telling you that. How much, I've been telling you this for years now. Boy, if you didn't learn a skill while you were quarantined, you've wasted your damn time. That is true. What skill have you learned? Well, I haven't learned anything yet, but okay. I feel like I got time. <laughs> well, you have time. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> I go watch some YouTube videos on how to do. Um, uh, so at least self-defense, where if someone jumps you in the mall parking lot, you could flip them over and hold them till the police came. Could not agree with you more. Learn mm. something. Don't be lazy. All right. So if this fight happens, we're all on uh, Marcus Stroman's. Oh, uh, we're all picking him. All absolutely. right. Absolutely. And he was fired, by the way. Uh, Kyle Larson. Yes. You fired. Yes. Get out. Get out. Get. I lost. always wonder though. Like they. So at first they suspended him without pay. Yeah. My first thought is you had video of this. 
what do you right. just get rid of them? What are we suspending <laughs> for? And do our due diligence, Jerry. It's almost like they were taking the temperature of what the fans were saying before they decided which direction to go. Right. But he's gone. He's a goner. Yes. What do you make of this story? Michael Jordan says that The Last Dance, this 10-part documentary that... Which I'm very uh, excited about. When does this come out? Is it this week or next week? I think it's this Friday, isn't it? This Friday? Uh, I think Friday you may be Sunday. right. I forget. It's this weekend, I believe. It's a 10-part series, which they bumped up, I guess, was supposed to originally air in June or something. Right. Now, he says, Michael Jordan, this is, says that The Last Dance will make you think I'm a horrible person. Yes, that does not surprise me. Why do you? Wh- what do you think that means? Well, I think it means you're going to get you're going to get into a lot of his tactics on the court. Probably, I think you're going to get into a lot of the. I don't know this, but I think there'll be a lot of his gambling tales mm. told by others. I'm sure they'll dive deep into the uh, rumors, rumbling stories about his father being killed. Um, so I, that doesn't surprise maybe a bad teammate at times. There was the one story that came out last week. I can't remember who it was. Ay, ay, ay. It was a former wizard who basically said it was brutal being his teammate <laughs> because basically he thought he was a better player than Jordan because Jordan was old. But my point is Jordan might have walked around like he was God. I don't know. Um, but I'm not surprised by that because you got to make it salacious a little bit, don't you? Right. Which I'm glad to hear because then that means they are covering everything. Because I was even wondering, like, will they cover – his gambling situation and how some people had that tied to his father's death. Well, I'll tell you, if you're doing a 10-part series, what the yeah. hell else are you doing? It can't be all about basketball, can it? Right. No, you're right. 10-part series. You need some material to fill that out. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm in for that. Me too. No, oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And Kirk Cousins, he's the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, Jerry. Yes, I've heard uh, his biggest fan is one of the co-hosts of the show. Yes, Gio loves the Vikings. Um, he, Someone caught up with him asking him about playing games in empty stadiums as a possibility, and he right. says that it would be, quote, refreshing. Yeah, I don't know how to take that. Now, I haven't heard it. I'm going to play it at 630 because it's in the system, so I'm going to go and listen to it soon. In your I just system. found it. Okay. I am very, very confused by that comment. Does that mean he doesn't want to be booed? Does he not like the cheers of the crowd? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I did. Uh, I read some of his uh, quotes from this. It made it seem like he said, "Yeah, you know, like we uh, play, we uh, practice without uh, fans in the crowd. That uh, might be cool to do in a real game situation. We're playing the game anyway. Where that's where we're locked in on. Yeah, and it will it, be it, refreshing." Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe, we'll find out. We'll maybe find just, out. Maybe he's just taking a positive attitude, Jerry. He could be taking a positive attitude. We they are gonna say take, attitude we, is everything. Usually, yes. Yeah, start with some positivity in your life and be nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, quick break. When we come back, a story on maybe golf. Who knows? Hmm. Or maybe even UFC. Hmm. Perhaps. Hmm. Uh, coming right back, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top, Al Dukes. What else? Jerry, I'm going to hope that I get this man's name pronounced correctly. I did Google his pronunciation. This is uh, Panthers offensive lineman Russell Okung. Okun. Damn it. He's looking forward to a... Good Christmas gift for Mr. Christian McCaffrey, who got $16 million. Yeah, I always thought the quarterbacks did that, but I guess when you have a running back that makes the most money at his position, I guess he can chip in for those isotoner gloves too. 
I guess he's looking – if you're an, an offensive lineman and you've got a very high-paid running back, you, everyone's a high-paid at quarterback, right? Absolutely. So you you're getting two tremendous gifts. I'd have to start thinking about that already if I was Christian McCaffrey. Like, what am I getting these guys? I agree. Cars? That's a lot of money. Although, here's the thing. I'll bet you Okun makes a lot of money too. Yeah, but still, he's doing all. He's getting none of the glory, Jerry. They don't get the glory. The linemen are so overlooked, and it's such it's such an important part because I don't know about you, but I've heard people call you about the offensive line. Uh, yeah, of uh, Freelie Manning and Boomer has a poem <laughs> about the offensive line about how they don't get any um he's any got of poem? the glory. Yeah, there's like a, some sort of uh, offensive lineman's poem. Is this true? I feel like everybody gets the lineman watches. We work the hardest, we're known the least, but who cares for we are the reason. Yep. There you go. Boomer well, wrote that poem. Marino did isotoners back in the day. Isotoners. And then yeah. Kanye put it in a song. I'd get him trucks. That's another cool popular uh, Ooh, gift. I like that. Right? That's a good idea. That's what idea. I gave Anthony Munoz on his retirement. A truck? Yes. I hope it was loaded. We are just oh, eight days away from the 2020 NFL Draft. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright. Can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.